This is the Time Is Now podcast, presented by IRG. Welcome to the Time Is Now podcast, hosted by your team at IRG. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your host, Justin Villa, real estate specialist, and we're here with Giovanna, my co-host, the broker, the boss. We are in a prime location today. As you can see, guys, we're not in our normal studio. Uh, we are in the sales gallery for 1428 with two very special guests, the exclusive in-house estate agents, Daniela and Jessica Juliao, part of Juliao Group. Woo! So, welcome guys, how are you guys? Well, super happy to have you over, what an honor. Thank you, Justin, thank you, Gio. You are the best, you guys. We follow you everywhere. You're amazing. Thank you for coming and coming to 1428 Brickle. Such an honor. Extremely happy. Anytime you guys come, you come with great presence. So happy to have you here. Awesome. Well, thank you. Actually, for us, it's an honor to be here today. Uh, actually, this is our second show for this season, and we selected 1428 Brickle just because of the location. Well, first, you're our neighbors. Then, you know, you're the dearest, uh, not only friends, but co-workers that we've been working for many, many, many years. We've done many things together, and it's, for us, it's just an honor to be here today. Yes, thank you. We're super happy. All right, so let's dig into the podcast. Um, last podcast, we kind of uh, spoke about why Miami, right? Why people were moving here, why developers are moving here, why big companies are moving to Miami. Um, but we kind of wanted to focus a little bit more now in our, in our backyard, the Brickell area, right? Um, 1428 is going to be located here. And, and definitely why we want to know why people and developers will like want to move to this area. And, and obviously, since you guys are, are experts in the industry and, and have the ability to talk to these uh, people who are moving here and interested in, in investing in Miami, um, maybe we could get your take on, on what you guys, what your opinion is about why people are moving here and, and why developers and companies are moving and choosing Brickle. Well, I, I, I'm going to take the mic for this one. Um, <laughs> I, I think Brickle Avenue is kind of the, the center of Miami, right? It's a completely vastly different area from Miami Beach. It's not as touristic. So here we have a much stronger local economy. Now, Brickell Avenue in general is the highest concentration of banks in the United States, the second most important financial center in the United States, and quickly growing as one of the top cities, if not the top city, uh, of in terms of growth, job growth, population growth in the United States. Um, in and of itself, the Miami area gets around 250 people moving daily. Um, and it's not just in the terms of lifestyle. Because sometimes, like, the lifestyle of Miami, it, people think of Miami, people think lifestyle fun. Which is true. You know, we have a lot of fun here. <laughs> um, but it's also our um, job growth, right? We passed New York in job growth uh, this past year, which is a staggering... Right. Unbelievable. Know. Yes. How crazy, right? How crazy. Um, so we, we passed New York in terms of job growth, and that is due to our magnet, right? That is now uh, Citadel moving to the mm. area about half a block down from 1428 Brickle. Wild. Um, so when Ken Griffin decided this, of course, all of the other hedge funds are like, hey, what's going on? You know, let's move down to Yeah, let's all go together. 
So we have we have Apollo, we have a multitude of corporations, hedge funds, bringing their financial offices here. The tech sector is also coming down here because of our great lifestyle and our uh, tax-friendly state and city. And great executives which earn a lot of money, you know. Even we we know of, of the Citadel, you know, corporate uh, people earning between one and ten million dollars a year. So imagine the amount of wealth that this is coming over. Eh? And this is only one of many exactly. that are coming. Mm -hmm. So we, we're receiving these leads and these phones from all over U.S. and of course the world. We have people from even Spain, we have South America. You know, in South America and Central America, meaning Mexico, Colombia, um, Bolivia, Ecuador, Argentina, even, um, so it's crazy. We're receiving these leads and we're turning over. 1428 Brickle, it's 40% sold and counting. So we're just, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I'm, like we, in our last conversation, uh, like in the last podcast, we kind of mentioned, uh, Genghis mentioned along the lines of, of that number of people that are coming. And I mean, the number of, of developers and stuff that are building here. I mean, it's if you look at the numbers of, of units available in a few years versus the number of people that are coming, that's only three weeks worth. Like, it's not enough. It's, it's definitely not enough. Yes. But it's important to understand also like why these developers chose not only Miami but this area in particular. Why Brickle? Brickle yeah. before was very known but more mostly residential, especially the south of Brickle. Uh, we do have that financial area as well. But now we see these new great developments, beautiful development like 1428, that it's in the middle, it's just in the center of Brickle. Yeah. Why? Why this year? And and I think it's it's a response of of many developers thinking that the lifestyle that is coming to the area needs to be elevated. Mm -hmm. And that's the luxury that we're bringing. And if you see our product is completely different from everything we've done before. I've been 25 years, and with you, Joa, yeah. you know, we're be, we've been here seeing this growth, this amazing growth, and also the growing of the level of luxury. Our developer, Jamal Gidios, went to over 250 other around the world, other projects and, and buildings that were built thinking of what type of luxury is coming to Miami, what I want to bring over that is the extra, extra, extra more of everything that's done before. So it makes all the sense to our investors and our, and our residents to be able to acquire these beautiful masterpieces because every unit in 1428 is a masterpiece. It is. I think it's the mix of all the, the materials. I mean, it's such um, the organic flow that you have within the, the movement, the lines, and, and then the mixes of uh, uh, textures and colors, and which is all natural um, within the stones and, and the glass and, and the metals so all combined together. So that's what make it a, a masterpiece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also think that it is a, a thing of land availability, uh, mm -hmm. going back to, to Justin's question. And this is a really interesting thing and something really important about Miami. One of the reasons why developers love to build in Miami is because there's not that much available land. Exactly. It's exclusive. On the, on the eastern side, we have the ocean, you know, the water. 
which is very, very indicative of Miami, of course, we're right next to the water. But on the opposite side, we have the Everglades, right? Which are protected, nobody can touch them. Um, and these two barriers are, are literal barriers for just anybody coming in and just developing whatever they want. We have to be very, very strategic, right? And pick the best use of land here in Miami because there's just not that much of it. So it makes it exclusive. It's gonna make it exclusive for the following years, right? Because it's also very, very difficult to, to construct, to bring, get permits with the city of Miami, everything. The, the amount of proofing, the amount of everything that you need to do here is like double that of any other metropolitan city. So it's highly competitive. Actually, did you bring that? Can you can you talk a little bit more deeper about it? Because it's important for people to understand, you know, to bring a project in, especially in this area. It's not just oh, I decided I like this. Let me just oh, this is a new building. Let's let's just choose this place. No, it, it takes time and and planification and a lot of studies and, and you know a lot of drawings and and permits uh, to to get this done. So can you? Do you have more experience than I have within that side from the development side? Can you just tell us a little bit more about it? So it's really very expensive to build here in Miami. First, starting off with the permits, just to get your permit, your, your foot in the door with the Urban Design Review Board to get any permit approved, um, you know, the, the whatever you choose has to be the best use of land. Um, and, and the land being so scarce, right. mm -hmm. that we don't have land. So any piece, it's a jewel. It is. It's right. a gem. It's something that's difficult to find. So, so the land is expensive. Super expensive. Yeah. Even if you have to knock down a building, imagine that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in case of the 1428 Brickle, we're knocking a building that's already up. Right. To be able to make way to this beauty that's coming. So permitting with the city of Miami has to make sure all of their structural engineers, all of the you know regular engineers, all of the city planning commission, they all have to be on board with the fact that whatever you're building is extremely, extremely durable and extremely hurricane proof, right? So whatever windows that you pick, whatever concrete that you utilize, it goes through stringent testing over and over again. In fact, I met with the, we, we met with the, with the um, owner of Coastal as well. And one of the things that he says is we, every single morning, we have to test the cement to make sure that it's mm -hmm. durable mm -hmm. to be able to hold the weight of a building, the entire weight and more. We reinforce it to two times the degree of what it really needs. So there's things like that that make it in incredible. Um, now, meaning nowadays also the, the developments come completely finished. Mm -hmm. That's something that way back when it wasn't. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. Because normally we did like what we call decorate ready. Uh -huh. And these towers were done in two years, three years max. Now minimum, minimum, you're taking four years, five years, six years to make these beautiful towers. Also, they're getting taller and taller. Exactly. A 1428 Brickle is going to be 70 stories. And mind that if a floor, floor to ceiling, it's going to be 11 feet tall. Normally, uh, a building that you, you used to see here right now, it's standing up, is nine. Yeah, exactly. So, so and, and finishing even the closets like we do, the marble, 
the travertine marble throughout, all the, the, the marble that's coming in, a di in different treatments. Mm -hmm. They treat it differently and they are, it's coming bamboo travertine and chocolate travertine and, you know, light travertine. Yeah. So it's, it takes time. It takes, it takes a lot of cost also. You know, I think before this project, I had no idea how many different tones of travertine there are. Now I can <laughs> name them all. <laughs> I can name them all. Well, that's the new luxury. Before luxury, it was, you know, to a level. Yes, and we believed it was luxury. Uh -huh. And, you know, nowadays, it's like when somebody talks about luxury, it says, okay, okay, show me, because when you're in the, this level of finishes, yeah. Come on. Let's understand yes. what's your let's, luxury. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's let's compare each other and see what you know. Luxury. It's a. It's not a simple word. No. It has a lot of meaning inside, and it's different levels of it. It's a spectrum, right? It's <laughs> definitely a spectrum. What's where on the spectrum do you land in terms of luxury? Exactly. I yeah, and I, I think I mean, uh, and I mentioned this too. I, I'm born and raised in Miami. Here, uh, I'm one of one of the few in in the the area <laughs> in the business and everything. Um, but it's it's definitely interesting when you guys talk about that luxury. Um, it's cool to see the evolution of what these buildings, what what that luxury status used to be versus what it is now, right? Um, I, and I've seen it from both both sides. I've seen it as as a resident, someone born and raised here, and as a realtor. So I see the two the two different sides of the coin, which to me is, is definitely interesting. And it, it, it's elevated that Miami status, uh, that, that lifestyle, the, the, um, the number of restaurants that are in Brickell, the number of, of, I mean, just drive down Brickell and look how many expensive cars there are, yeah. right? It, it, it's elevated that luxury lifestyle that we all knew we had here in Miami. It's just, it took us a little time to get to it. Uh, but it's definitely, I mean, Brickle is, is something that's evolved over the years, like Giovanna was saying. I mean, basically before this was just a residential area. I mean, I, was, I saw an image of how the, the Brickle area used to look like versus what it looks like now. It yeah. is a complete, <laughs> completely I, different. I feel like you can see it in the architecture, though. For mm -hmm. Our architect buffs that are listening, this is super interesting. So you can see the different etapas, or the mm -hmm. different stages of Miami in terms of its architecture. It's super, super cool. So in the beginning, Miami used to be a base, actually a naval base, right. or not a, not an actually yeah, a naval base for the U.S. during World War mm -hmm. II. So smaller housing, very, very short. You know, was done tiny then came you know the started coming in the developers right you started getting them in doing buildings they started getting higher and higher um, and then you started to get in the, the builders were mainly building for the bankers because Brickell Avenue of course was a great central point between the domestic market meaning New York Chicago uh, California and the international market which has always been a feeder market for us yeah. so things like um, Things like, for example, um, the 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 bankers used to come in, meet with their clients, and then leave. So the the um, the 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 um, <laughs> the lights went a little off. Yeah, <laughs> the sensor. It's yes. like a sensor right there. It's a there sensor. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the bankers used to come. The they used to buy like one bedroom, maximum two bedrooms. They used to come, fly in for like a week 
to meet with our buyers, their private wealth management buyers, and then head out. And that was it. That was it. And then we started to get the Latin American market feeding more into Miami. So as these private wealth management uh, clients would come in, they we used to be like, well, let's put some money in here, you know, just to keep, hold it safely. And I think we saw that a lot with the Colombians, with the Venezuelans, that were kind of, you know, at, at risk. Their their uh, their um, their monies were were devalued mm-hmm. heavily yeah. in the banks. Yeah. And so, so South America did great here. I mean, oh. people used to, they are still yeah. parking money over, you know, because it's security. And Miami brings security to everybody. But, and that's exactly why you would see like a lot of these Venezuelans come in buying one, two bedroom apartments, studio apartments, and just bringing money here. They used to buy like 10 at a time just to, you know, not have their money or their currency be devalued throughout time. And then now, post-COVID, you're seeing a lot of more of a domestic market. Mm-hmm. So the, yes. the units are getting bigger. They're getting a little bit more um, luxurious. The materials are becoming finer. We're placing more importance on bedroom space, on closet space, on kitchens. And also after pandemia, people tend to enjoy m- much more where you live. Yeah, It's like you like something that you can stay and have fun and have a good balcony like we do. That's why our balconies are 422 square feet minimum yeah imagine and you have the summer kitchens as well. yeah. every 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 balcony has a summer kitchen so it's more the leisure that you know I'm gonna have I, I've earned this money and I'm gonna shower myself in it mm-hmm. you know so it's something that it's more toward the resident thinking of the lifestyle more. And now the units have more amenities. Also, the buildings have more amenities. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this one doubles. It's eighty thousand square feet of amenities. Oh. I, my my last building was forty two thousand, and three hundred ninety one units. Yeah, and exactly. now this one, it's one hundred eighty nine units for eighty thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the luxury now. Yes, it's more exclusive, exactly. more privacy, and more amenities. I see. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're also getting incredible architects. I mean, to have Antonio Chitterio and Patricia Beale come in and, and wow. do the interior yeah. design and architecture, they've done the Bulgari hotels worldwide. Mm-hmm. That is huge. And for them to look at Miami and say, I'm going to do the personality of Miami within the architecture of this building, within the interior design. I mean, that's a big deal. That place is a huge importance here. And the approach Chitterio is doing. Yeah. The approach, which is like, uh, I mean, in the development world, this is this is like a little fact. It's really rare to have both the architect do our interior design. That's why in some units and some buildings, you'll find that our like common area or like the common areas look completely different from the actual apartments themselves. Exactly. Yes. Right. They place a lot more importance on the common areas versus the actual apartments because it's like a sample of pieces in other projects. Mm-hmm. In this one, no. Everything's cohesive. Is the cohesiveness of the architecture and design that Giterio is not only doing the, the architect and designing of the building, but also its common areas. Let's say, for example, the furniture from Axalto. And he's the designer for that furniture. And the Techno Gym equipment, he's the designer of that that's coming into 1428. Or so, Arclinia, yeah. our kitchens are designed by Giterio also. So it's something, even the landscape. Even the landscape. Yeah. So this this kind of ar- big architects that come in really tend to redefine a city, really tend to change the shape, the face of it. It makes it more beautiful, more attractive, and you'll see it t- throughout time. I think even so now, we're not even... 
this is this is the peak but you know the next project that's gonna come is also gonna be one of the most beautiful projects in the city of Miami we're getting better we're yeah. getting better and better and IRG it's like we're so excited to have them over yeah. you are always you have been so I mean such a level your clientele <laughs> it's amazing and the leads that you have it's like we're super excited to have you over in our building. Thank you so much for your support, guys. Yeah, always, always. We feel so proud of you. Part of that change is you guys. Part of, of the course. change in Miami is due to your company, what you've been doing, who you've been bringing, the international clientele that you've been managing. I mean, you know people and you expose Miami in such a wonderful way that I think the city of Miami really has to thank you guys. And well, worldwide, in Europe. Worldwide. Yeah. I that's mean, you we just do. went to we Europe. Just, you went to London, and you're super big in Turkey. So it's like, wow, mm -hmm. I'm bow to the queen. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you. We, what we try is just to show the best of Miami has to offer. And we just showcase it there so they can come over. You're an <laughs> ambassador. You're an ambassador. You're ambassador. And you're an ambassador to 1428 Brickle. Yes, and we love it here. Uh, we feel like home. Yeah. And actually, one of the things that I like about it is that they really bring the best of Brickle because Brickle used to be very, a lot of vegetation, you know, all the greenery that you have, it was very residential. And then you start seeing all these new buildings that kind of break that down. But now, 1428 brings that back. And it's in the middle of Brickle, so you will be able to enjoy that within the height, you know, the beautiful uh, views to the Biscayne Bay, but still have and enjoy that residential and that component. Mm -hmm. exactly. Also, it's an oasis. Yeah. It's like it an is. oasis. It is. Yes. Yeah, yeah and I think I think one thing that sets this building apart as well, um, which we haven't really touched, is the the solar panels. Um, oh it's, gosh. Oh if you guys want to talk about that, because definitely, <laughs> I feel so proud about it. Oh my God, this is going to be the first. Yes. Um, ultra luxury high rise in the entire US that actually incorporates about 500 photovoltaic integrated glass panels right along our western facade where the sun hits you know the hardest right um, and this actually captures about 470,000 kilowatts of energy and applies it to our 80,000 square feet of common areas sounds like a lot of numbers but in essence what it does is that it is eco-friendly we are uh, LED uh, certified and on top of that, it reduces the cost of association for our residents in terms of energy for our common areas, um, along with reducing our carbon footprint, which is something that we that is extremely innovative, and in part is um, was a huge thing for our architect that really feels like we need to give to the next generations. Absolutely, that's amazing, and that's what I like about this project. It's 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 unique in unique, its kind. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. I think we're good. We uh, we've definitely hit a lot of uh, solid points about the the building, about why people should come to Miami, why Brickle, um, and I want to say thank you for to both of you uh, for being on today, and uh, definitely be on the lookout for episode three next week. And uh, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you, you so much. Guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank so you. Thank you for being today. You know, please call. And let us know whenever you want to come, your clients. For we'll sure. bring the experience to them in 1428 Brickle. This is your home and we feel and your family. Yeah. Thank you. And actually we want to ask all the audience, whoever has some more questions about it, feel free to reach out to us and let us know. What would you like to hear about? Hit us up on all the platforms. We're on Instagram, Facebook, um, uh, TikTok. 
where uh, the spot uh the spotify. yeah the podcast can be listened to on spotify apple music google podcast um, iHeartRadio, so a little We're bit everywhere. of everything. Yes, I'm, I I'm, feel so I'm a subscriber. So, I'm a subscriber. I mean, I feel famous now. <laughs> I really do. You know? Like, awesome, wow. Awesome. You're well, gonna get me to the next level. Perfect. That's, Congratulations, that's guys. This is an amazing, amazing experience. I've never done it before. Well, this is not the first one. It's just this. This is just the first one. Let's say that. Yeah, Gio, we start. need to do one in Spanish. Let's yeah. do it. So let's let's for sure. Yes, get together. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And Thank you, you everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. This is the Time Is Now podcast, presented by IRG.